let's go back to the very beginning. Not every good place to start. If you read, you begin with A, B, C. If you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi, Do, Re, Mi. The first three notes just happen to be Do, Re, Mi, Do, Re, Mi. That song slaps. How's everyone doing this week? I myself, I'm getting ready to go on an adventure. A very quick, a very quick plane ride away. In the city of San Francisco, be sure to wear some flowers in your hair. If you're going to San Francisco, you're going to meet some gentle people there. Do 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 do. Anyway, um, I'm packing to go to San Francisco, and I thought I would hop on to do a quick episode recap. If it sounds like I'm going crazy, it's because I am. I am, I am, I am, I am. This, um, this, this podcast, this week's Vanderpump Rules, um, mentally, mentally, physically, psychologically broke me. Like, I would like to say, speaking of mental health, so May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and... On the last episode, I did mention, touched briefly on the fact that Raquel Levis is supposedly the reason we haven't been hearing from her as much as we have been hearing from her affair partner, a Mr. Tom Sandoval, is because Raquel's in supposedly in a mental health treatment facility. And on last week's episode, I said that that's probably a good thing. And you know what? After watching this week's episode... I have some new thoughts. I have some new thoughts, some new musings on that part of it. <sighs> Does Raquel Levis have a mental illness? I'm not to say, obviously. Does mental illness cause you to behave in the ways that this woman is behaving? I don't believe so. I don't believe that I it's it's really hurtful to people who who have mental illness to be like Oh, they're not in control of their thoughts or not their thoughts. Sorry, they're not. Um, it's really, it's really, you know, not accurate to say that people with mental illness behave in the ways that, that she's behaving. Are, are crazy people crazy? Yes. Do they not have a moral code and structure though? I mean, I probably sound really ignorant, but I feel like with person with, I've been diagnosed with depression and post-traumatic stress disorder at some points in my life. Those are both mental illness, right? So I have a little bit of like leeway here. What I, what I can't stand for is like people saying, oh, she must've had like trauma in her past. I've had trauma in my past. You don't see me, like, effing over all of my closest friends. These are the people that she, like, self-proclaimed closest friends, forever friends. Yeah, maybe I don't, I don't keep up on my correspondence as good as I should. 
don't reach out as often as I should for help or for, um, but these are things that uh, Raquel was doing. I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not comparing my obviously mental illness to hers. And I don't know. There probably is a mental illness where you're, I don't know. It just seems more, it just seems like more than mental illness. It seems like a deep, 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 deep character flaw. Speaking of character flaws, I have been taking Walter Mosley's masterclass. So every once in a while, I will take a masterclass. I love the writing ones because they motivate me to write. And Walter Mosley's is good because he um, talks about the necessity to write every day. And, you know, the, the artist's way talks about that as well. But Anytime I can get a refresher in a different way than the way I've heard it before, it's, um, yeah, it's good to hear. So where was I going with that? Um, oh yeah, character development. <laughs> character development. So we, we read stories for character development more so than plot is Walter Mosley's, um, is Walter Mosley's, uh, what he says. So yes, obviously a story needs to have a plot, but readers aren't really reading for the plot in his opinion. They're reading to, because they connect with the characters or they're, you know, watching a show because of the characters, are they going to change? Is it for the better? Is it for the worse? Character development. It doesn't always have to be for the better. Um, there's a part of me that wants Raquel back on this show to see the character development going forward. How does she recover from all of this? And to a degree, Tom Sandoval too, but he's in his forties now. And I don't know, like, you know, yeah, I don't know if he's going to change or not. You know, I just don't know. But Raquel is maybe young enough. She's 28. She's going, she's about to go through her Saturn return. So we know like, um, yeah, that's when that's when the stuff you've done up until that point catches up to you. So it'll be interesting to see from that perspective if it really is if if it's re if her mental health really is so bad from all of this that she really is in a mental health um, treatment facility. I don't know if it's good for her to be back on the show. I know that we want to see like her like what happens next. Some of us do. Um, I'd be interested at this point, you know, now that I understand, like, the reason that I'm wanting to watch these episodes and, you know, streaming on, you know, got the streaming service to stream on Wednesdays instead of, um, instead of, you know, waiting for, <laughs> waiting for Thursday's Peacock uh, release, you know, why I go on, um, Christina Coca's watch party live on Wednesdays, you know, she's three hours ahead. So she gets it at 6 PM my time. Um, you know, because I want to see how this all unfolds character development. Why, why are people, why are millennials, but people, you know, the world at large, so obsessed with this scandal because we have seen these characters, most of them for 10 years. Um, you know, some of them for less than that, but we're like invested in these people, right? That's where, at least where I'm coming from in this. So, um, anyway, this episode was, I can't believe, I mean, I do believe it. I do because we're seeing it, but the fact that these are, 
Yes. We're still in, according to Lala and Sheena, we're still in unedited Vanderpump Rules video territory. Now, I don't know if Annie Cohen's confirmed it or not, so I still am like, uh, was some of this other stuff added in? Like, we see the preview for next week of Raquel buying the lightning bolt necklace. Like, would they have still left that in? Like, was that important info if, um, I mean, she's buying her first real gold piece of jewelry. Like, I guess that's relevant. Um, you know, birthday present, things like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. We see her talking in the beginning of the season about how it's, you know, a struggle for her to, um be away from James monetarily. So maybe it is like a, oh, I'm buying myself. Now I've went from that to buying myself this gold, solid gold lightning bolt necklace, which by the way, I mean, for solid gold piece, it does kind of look like costume jewelry, but whatever, you know, it has importance to her, obviously. Um, oh my God. And then the season, uh, finale trailer leaked and we see the Toms hugging and uh, Sandoval's wearing those like crazy lightning bolt earrings. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is deranged. Um, but yeah, we get the glamping scene. They're going glamping for Raquel's birthday. Lisa's on the phone with them on the way there. She's like, have fun, relax. Um, Tom Sandoval's like, uh, I wish you were coming with us. You could sleep in, you know, in the bed with me and Ariana. And Ariana's like, what? Um, just a little, little side moment there. Um, so they're going glamping. They're like petting the animals first. They do like a smashing the pumpkins thing. Um, Sheena like talks about how dirty it is and she doesn't want to be there. And obviously like, I those like normal glamping tents because I've been glamping before it's in like a nice setting I feel like like this was just like a pop-up glamping event like they just plopped down these things in the middle of I mean yeah it's it, it was it did not look that fun to me which we see them all like doing molly in their tents later and maybe that's why like that's the only thing that would have made this fun for me but anywho um, back at the pop-up, actually it's not a pop-up, Lala has her own studio now, give them Lala, has her own studio, which by the way, I'm, I'm still, I'm like 75% of the way done with Lala's book, um, it's a good read, it's a good read, and I love it, <laughs> I feel like, I loved her before and I knew, I knew I related to her, but there's so many like stories in there that she shares that, uh, I'm like, damn, like we've had like very similar experiences. Um, there's a part in her life where it's like her, like she goes one way from the way that I went, but I love it. And, um, yeah, it explains a lot if you read or, you know, listen to the audiobook of her book. It, it, it explains a lot about the things that we, the things behind the scenes of like her first years on the show and the things that we don't, um, that we didn't see, obviously, um, cause they can't, they can't show everything. So it definitely filled in some gaps of some little things that I was definitely wondering about. So I definitely recommend it if you, uh, if you like Lala or if, even if you don't, cause like, I just feel like she's misunderstood. Like people just don't understand. Like the people that hate her, like don't understand. And she talks about how like, 
um, you know, there's like people calling her Lauren from Utah, like it's an insult. And she's like, yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> um, her mom still calls her Lauren and Lala wasn't like she, it's like a stage name almost. It's not like she changed her name to, um, to Lala, but anywho, um, so they're talking about the whole, like, Lala's, Lala's sure that, that Sandoval has a thing for Raquel and she brings it up to James and he's like, oh my God, if they are fucking, <laughs> um, yeah, their chemistry is just insane. Like James, I said it before, I'll say it again. He's still a hundred percent in love with Lala. I, I, I know it. And I think him and Allie, again, are super cute together. And I like how she, like, yeah, she, like, puts him in his place. Like, when he's making the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches later in the episode. And he's like, I'm sorry for embarrassing you. And she's like, you embarrassed yourself. Like, I like how she says stuff like that. Because Raquel would have just been like, it's okay, James. And, like, yeah, just, oh, oh my God, we'll get into that. But anyway, um, and then we see... <laughs> Lala does the recounting of um of the whole like like that the cinema awards Emmy awards need to be given out to these people but anyway and the editors too they get Emmys oh god I need to know more about things before I talk anywho um yeah uh Katie's at, at Lisa and Ken's kitchen talk working on her sandwiches is how she phrases it working on sandwiches um when Ken Todd drops the ultimate gossip bomb and he's like I can't believe that Tom Sandoval had Raquel over when when Ariana's away Lisa's like I know I know and he's like oh my god and then he just leaves um and so Raquel's an hour and a half late to work. She overslept because she stayed up late, she says. And, you know, this is when we catch Sandoval in a million lies, a million phrases about dipping out and, and, um, and dudes. And, uh, like, it becomes clear his, like, lying tell is he'll run his fingers through his hair and he'll say the words dipping out or dude and or dude. Um, you know, shorts will cover his mouth. Sandoval runs the fingers through the hair and drops about 50 dipping dude bombs. Just being super disrespectful to Lisa on the phone. Um, so, you know, and then we see, you know, back at Sir Raquel and people are like, why is only like, why is Charlie there? Charlie and Raquel are the only two who still work at the restaurant. And, you know, even before the, you know, even before, like, Katie and the others quit, sir, we knew that they weren't really working there, yada, yada, yada. But, and I don't, so I don't think that Raquel and Charlie actually work there either. But as far as the show goes, they're the only two that are, that are still working at sir. That's why. I mean, I guess they can see why people think the whole thing is manufactured, but there's really just these little parts that are, um, to keep it, you know, part of the part of the show um have to you know and and they're moving away from the, even that part of it because they're not pretending like Lala and you know not pretending that Lala is working the hostess stand anymore and they're not pretending that James works there anymore and they're not pretending that all these people work there anymore that don't so anyway um it seems like everybody knows that Raquel is lying like Natalie <sighs> Natalie James Lala 
LVP, even Kenton, they all know that Raquel's lying. And, you know, maybe Charlie does or doesn't, but, um, yeah, uh, it's just, yeah, it's so crazy how this was already the, the storyline. Thank God for Lala. Also, I want to say just moving the show right along, moving it right along. Um, you know, not afraid to put out, out there what she thought, even though none of this was confirmed or provable at the time. Back at the glamping site, they're at the picnic table. The six of them. Um, and Raquel's cheersing to good friends and good vibes. Her, these are my core people. My forever friends. I just know that they, you know, they trust me and they'll always be there for me. And they stand up for me. And that's why I'm going to screw every one of them over. Um, Ariana's barely hanging on, she says in her confessional... Um, and this is something like, okay, so not to bring it back to Howie Mandel, because why? But like, okay, so when Tom Sandoval went on Howie Mandel, he said that Ariana had threatened not to film the show anymore. Um, and he, I mean, he also said that he was, he had broken up with her, which he clearly had not. But he also said, you know, so I, I mean, I know that they're lies, but it just was in the back of my mind, like, hmm. She's, Ariana's going through all of this, the loss of her dog, Charlotte, now the loss of her grandmother, and she's still there for filming, you know, she's there. Um, so I don't believe for a second that she threatened to not film. <laughs> like what? Um, yeah, so yeah, she's, she's there defending Sandoval through it all. She's there. And like, it just breaks my heart. Like she's going through so much and to see her like break down in her confessionals, like, I mean, not even break down. She's holding it together, but she's like, I'm barely, I'm barely hanging on. Um, just broke my heart. Um, a lot of this episode was that for like, just a lot of us, right? Like just feeling for Ariana. She's sticking up for, uh, Raquel. She's being there for Raquel when she's going through so much. And uh, Raquel's going through aging out of pageants. I mean, suffering is relative, sure, but it's just not. Uh, again, we'll get into that too. Um, then we find out Tom, you know, also in addition to lying to Lisa, he's also lied to Brock for optics. He he lied and said that he that um, that Raquel dipped out, but she dipped out to the couch. <laughs> and um I can't even remember like what lie he told to who and that's the problem with liars they will eventually get caught because they don't remember what lie they told to who um I don't remember if he told Brock that she went to the couch because then at the picnic table Sheena's like uh you said that she left uh Raquel's like no I what I was on the couch um, there's somebody that he told that she slept in the guest bedroom. Oh, it was James who again, like could like James knows he's lying. Right. Just doesn't want to believe it. They're all just kind of like, huh? This guy's something's he's being so shady, but like about what? We don't know. I guess. Um, I just don't like, how do they, how do they not know? You know, I mean, not to bring it back to drugs and alcohol, but they're at a, they're at a marijuana bar, Sandoval and James, and James is like, 
they're high and James is like, huh? But Lala's sober and maybe that's why she's like so sure of what's going on. She's like, I'm seeing what's going on and I'm not fucking guessing my intuition on this one. You know, I'm, I'm picking up some, picking up some red flags here. And all the, all this is, is red flags. This episode was like one giant red flag when it comes to the two of them, the three of them, because I'm including Schwartz in that. Um, so they're back at the Give Them Lala shoot. They've rented an Airbnb to take these amazing shots in Lala's like plush bathrobes, which are actually reasonably well-priced. And they've heard from a good source that they're actually like very comfortable and it comes with like a cute little spa headband and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, so uh, that was cool. I liked seeing that. And Christina Kelly, Katie, and Lala are there. Um, you know, Lala says in her confessional, she's like, I know better than anyone. You've got a best friend. That's a guy you're drinking. You're going to be sitting on his face. And I couldn't have, couldn't have said it better. Um, so Raquel, yeah, she's just super diabolical. Um, she says, you know, uh, Ariana's like, what's your, you know, what's your peach in your pit? You're high and you're low. And Raquel's is, uh, of 27. Raquel says, both my peach and my pit were dumping James because that's, you know, what did she say? Oh yeah. She's like, I know that. So she acknowledges that, that, that James, the relationship with James is how she met all of these people. But she says, but I've taken the time, you know, formed these friendships on her own. And again, just diabolical because I don't know. Have you formed friendships with people or have you calculatedly kept your way into this, put your foot in the door with James into this group, calculated your way into these people's lives as best as you could, obsessed with Lala because she's like this person you keep trying to have a friendship with that doesn't want to have a friendship with you because um, she sees through your shit um, and, you know, Calling, calling people, you know, mean girls when you're being the meanest girl, that is the meanest thing you can do is like, like force your way into a friend group and then just blow everything up like that. So she can only cry. So, so Ariana's there for her there around the campfire and Ariana's there for her and she's just can't, um, she's talking about pageants and aging out of pageants. Uh, she says, I don't have to worry about my reputation anymore, but I did then. I want to talk about pageant girls for a second. Cause I've seen this congeniality. So like, I know a little bit about pageant Queens, pageant girls, co- competitions, pageant competitions. Um, first of all, I guess I didn't know that there was an age limit to pageants because again, this congeniality, those girls seem like they were in their like late twenties, but I guess they were supposed to be like mid twenties. I don't know. Anywho, not important. The point is, um, very competitive, right? We saw like Miss, uh, Miss Texas and a few of those other girls. <laughs> I don't know if I'm relating this to Miss Congeniality, but it's my only reference point because I've personally never been in a pageant. Um, my mom, my grandmother from the South, like I know that they, you know, same kind of thing. So, but they've been in pageants and, and things like that, but I personally have not. So back to Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Um, they, they couldn't have pizza and beer that had to be good. And like Sandra Bullock's character comes in and is like, you know, let's go out clubbing. Let's go to this place where we just get neon paint all over our body and play the bongos and just, you know, let loose. And, you know, 
because pageant girls have to be like this and then like their answers have to be like something that the judges would be like oh yeah that's about a good person that's such a good answer so she was trained in this from I don't know how young she was at her first pageant I don't know if we know that but maybe we'll get into it at the reunion or later I don't know but from however long ago that she started pageants she has been this pageant like I don't know how to describe it like you know what I mean though like just like forward facing like to the world presenting this image of who she is already setting it up, already setting the stage for like a sociopath or narcissistic personality to just kind of thrive but then so she's um she's got these so I worked in customer service uh they're called canned responses um when somebody says one thing a judge asks you, you know, what do you see yourself in five years? You have a canned response in the ready. I see myself taking care of kids with special needs, or I see myself as an occupational therapist. So this is where, again, I was confused because in the past we've seen like even the season nine reunion. Um, and before that, I think too, we see that Raquel says that she wants to like, her lifelong dream is to help kids with special needs. And Andy even commends her, like, you know, just the fact that that's your dream, you know, says everything that we need to know about you. And I was thinking when she said that, I don't know if I was thinking it initially, but when I saw the replay of her saying that, I'm like, hmm, there's somebody else on the show that, you know, the fans adored from day one that that also had that same answer. Um, and it was Brittany. And I, I remember thinking, hmm, that's weird. But then in this episode, after saying that, she's like, no, like, I was going to be an occupational therapist. Now, I don't know if an occupational therapist is the same. I don't think that's the name for somebody working with special needs. But either way, she says, I decided that I wanted to be an occupational therapist. And the undertone of what she's really saying is that she decided her answer to the question of what she wanted to be was that she was going to be an occupational therapist. She didn't actually decide she was going to be an occupational therapist because what, what? Okay. She, I, oh yeah. She got her degree in kinesiology. Okay. But what is she doing to actually, because she didn't, she didn't like actually commit to that path, which is fine. You know, that's what your twenties are for figuring out what you want to do. I'm not faulting her for that. I'm just saying the inconsistencies are like, I guess, yeah, she breaks down and she cries because she doesn't know what she's, what path she's on in life. And this is the one that she's chosen. That's, that's the issue. Like not knowing what you want to do. Like that's normal. That's totally normal. And you should explore that in your twenties. That's what your twenties are for. But what you should not do is choose the path. That's like, like, where did that come from? You know, she says she doesn't have to be a good girl anymore. And she doesn't have to worry about her reputation anymore. Oh, it's just, oh, I don't know. It's, it just seems like, okay, this is who this person is, right? That's what it seems like. If you're figuring out who you are and you're in that stage and then you do that, it's like, that's who you are, I guess. If she, you know, had like a summer where she drank too much, partied too much, you know, doing Molly and looking at galaxy lights till five in the morning, like that's one thing. You know, sleeping around, like, okay, but carrying out a six, seven month, maybe longer affair 
with your best friend. I mean, we see, we, we knew before, but we see how close Ariana and Raquel really were. She had to lie. She saw this person probably 99% of the time because she's over at the house. Like, yeah, sure. Ariana went out of town, things like that. But like, there was a lot of the three of them hanging out and Ariana's thinking this is totally normal. And, you know, Ariana's, you know, we hear later that she didn't want people at the house as much as Tom was having people over at the house, but she wasn't thinking like, oh, he's having an affair with this person that's here all the time and they're doing it in my bed. They're doing it in my house that I paid, you know, half or more for, and they're doing it right in front of me. So Raquel was lying to her face and we know Tom Sandoval's a scumbag. I know Tom Sandoval's a scumbag. And, you know, yeah, I'm not focusing that much on him because I, I, I just have, I hated him since day one. And, you know, he's definitely just as much his fault as Raquel, obviously. But what I'm saying is I knew he was a scumbag. Raquel, though, and and we know Tom Sandoval is like a practiced liar as well. We've seen that before. Um, Raquel, though, I don't know. Something was off about her for me since day one for her as well. She's just too, like, detached. Um, never really showed any real, yeah, side of herself on the show. So that was, like, huge red flag also. But, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just annoying. But yeah, we know Tom Sandoval's a scumbag. And Raquel's just in a vulnerable spot, sure. But she's making these decisions. And the fact that she can lie to Ariana's face, someone who she, over and over, I mean, lying on a daily basis, one of her closest friends, admittedly, of her own admission, and we see that. And Ariana sticks up for her. Ariana comforts her. She says, I know that you're a role model. You are a role model. Like, she believes in her. It's just all really sad because Ariana's friendship and Sheena's, you know, gave her the confidence to be able to still be on the show, not as James's girlfriend. You know, they welcomed her into the group. And, you know, the other girls didn't, so she's not, like, fully integrated, but she's, she's integrated enough to be on the opening credits of this season, and, and that's because of Ariana and Sheena's acceptance and support and, um, and, uh, yeah, just friendship with her. (laughs) So, and the fact that, you know, it's not like... And then she screws Sheena over later with the, with the restraining order against her. Uh, for no reason. So what is it that would make someone, I mean, it's fascinating for talking about care, like a character, uh, what would make, and her character, obviously this is who she is, as Katie so eloquently, eloquently says later in the episode. Um, I'm not being eloquent right now. I'm like fired up, but, um, yeah, this is, this is her character. Uh, because she will screw over the people that she says that she's closest to. I see that. And even if I am Tom Sandoval, Tom Sandoval, I'm running. Because that's she's going to screw you over at some point too, seems like. 
Um, but you know, maybe he's attracted to that because he does that as well. I don't know. I don't know the inner workings of, of this, but it is, um, it's scary. It's heartbreaking for the people that she's hurting. And it is, you know, almost like when you like watch like, uh, you know, a, a show on Ted Bundy or something. It's like, why do these people do the things that they do? It's, it is on some level fascinating. Um, yeah, just watching Ariana comfort her, call her role models. Like, oh, and then Tom Sandoval brings out the sunglasses. He says, Ariana and I got you these vintage Versace sunglasses. And Raquel is over the moon. She's like, what? And then, um, yeah. And then he's way too excited when, when, you know, Raquel secures the invite via Sheena to Christina Kelly's, uh, HeartSpring, which is her lip balm company, um, to that event. So this is like, okay. So because they're all in this show, um, it's assumed like everyone's invited, but Christina Kelly hadn't issued a, like she hadn't, she had just sent the text to Sheena supposedly while they were all there at the, at the campfire. Although, I don't know, like, if she, Sheena got it earlier and she, like, let me bring this up on camera so that Raquel can get an invite too kind of thing. But it's, it seemed like Raquel really wanted to be there for some reason. She's like, I wasn't invited. And so Sheena, like, asks if Raquel can come. And she's you know, like, Christina Kelly can't say no. <laughs> um, I mean, she could have, I guess. But, like, Raquel was going to be welcomed and mic'd up no matter what because of the show. Uh, because they were filming and this is the thing like if they do you think I don't think if they hadn't been filming that she would have even cared about going or not she's like she's not Christina Kelly's friend she just wants to be on camera she wants her pageant time but yeah Tom Sandoval's way too excited that she gets in like he's like around like jumping up and down then we see them like in their tents you know this is when I think they're doing Molly uh you know allegedly I mean, again, that's the only thing that could have made this trip fun, especially if I'm ugh, poor Brock. He's like, I don't want to be here. I'm here. I'm here because Sheena's here. My wife's here, but I don't want to be here. And Schwartz is, you know, over there like, ugh, we haven't talked about Schwartz. Um, at the picnic table earlier in the episode, he's like saying, you know, Raquel has a type. She's goes after men that are taken you know, he wants so badly to spill the beans. Like, why else would he say that? And he, like, keeps it going even after everybody's like, what? And, like, yeah. He so badly wants to to tell on Tom and Raquel. Ah. And I know that he feels... Uh, he has to feel on some level for Ariana, right? I would think, at least. Um he's worried about his own shit with Katie. Like he jokingly invites Raquel on his own to the HeartSpring event. And then he's like, actually, maybe you shouldn't go like pretty much right after he's like, Katie's like not going to appreciate that. She's still mad at me that we kissed in Mexico, even though it was like a decoy thing, but I can't tell her it's a decoy thing because I'd be telling on Tom and on some level, he's probably super mad at Tom for making him keep this secret. I bet he's like fuming inside, um, as much as Tom Schwartz can be. But then at the HeartSpring event, um, you know, Lala, Katie, and Katie's mom, Terry, is there. Terry's so cute. Like, I want her to be my mom. Oh, and we did I talk about the scene with Lala and her mom? Like, 
I didn't, I don't think. But Lala talks about her mom in her book. Um, so Lisa's, or <laughs> Lala's mom's name is Lisa and her dad, her dad's name was Kent, which is how she got the, she changed her name to Lala Kent. She wanted to keep her, um, dad's name. So she took his first name, but Lisa and Kent, <clears throat> Lisa and Ken, like, I don't know. Um, Lisa and Lisa, LVP Lisa and, and, uh, Lala are both Virgos. Like, like they have this, like, like, and we know the LVPs love Lala from the start. So there's also all these like little things that make it like, hmm. but yeah. Um, so they're there, Terry, Katie and Lala and Schwartz is like, let me bring you guys a drink. And, um, Katie's like, fine, I'll let you bring me a drink. And Terry's like, okay, bring me a drink. And Lala's like, I'll take a Diet Coke. And, um, yeah, they're just, you know, talking about everybody as they come in, talking about, you know, the thruple arrives. Tom Sandoval. Tom Sandoval. Sandoval. Uh, Ariana and Raquel arrive as a thruple. And she's like, it's just weird. It's just weird. You know, I used to think Raquel was sweet, maybe a little stupid, maybe a little quiet, but no, I just know that she's like sucking my soul. She's like a soup, a stupid demon. She's a stupid demon. Um, I saw somebody else post about this, but it seems very clear to me as well that Allie has very seamlessly and almost immediately integrated herself into these people's lives and this group um, by just being herself. And, you know, I think that's what it is. Like Katie, one of the witches of WeHo, you know, obviously, and... Lala with this like intuition that she has um they can sniff bs from a mile away okay and so they never really understood or welcomed Raquel into the group for that reason um also we think a good deal of it probably has to do with the fact that Katie and James are on good terms now and they didn't used to be but again if you're in a bad relationship for you that like it's going to affect every area of your life like James was clearly acting out of whatever like deep down knowing that it wasn't right for him and that's the same thing that Lala said about like how like he was sleeping around with people when he was with Raquel was because he you know he um was he just was so because he he knew that the relationship wasn't right so if the relationship's not right other things aren't going to be right and Allie is you know fitting in just fine the girls love her and I do too but I'm just saying like are they mean girls or are they just like selective about who they lend to their friend group which is something I would hope my friends would be too I don't know I'm glad that we get this moment between Katie and Ariana you know they're about to be sandwich shop partners and um we get this really sweet moment between them where Katie just you know she defends what she said and Ariana believes her and just Ariana is just this like trusting human she makes it clear she trusts Raquel she's like not only do I trust Raquel but I trust my boyfriend implicitly and Katie's like you know I'm I'm happy for you I'm glad that you trust them and I hope that they're good friends you know as good friends to you as you are to them kind of thing and they had this nice little moment and, you know, we've already established that Katie didn't say what Sheena said that she said about her, about, you know, them having an open relationship. And Sheena's like so hell bent on making Katie to be the villain this season that, you know, she's missing things. She's just 
going after Katie and, you know, saying that she said things that she never said. And, um, Ariana can kind of just kind of see that, um, you know, uh, so level-headed and calm in this situation. Um, and then we get the scene where Tom again gets caught in even more lies because all of us there at the party with him when he was there with Raquel, wanting to spend time with Raquel and Ariana's grandmother, she had just found out her grandmother died and Tom's excuse was he couldn't get a ride from the party. His bandmate Jason left and, um, you know, he had told Ariana that he was in the bathroom taking a shit when, uh, when Jason left. And so that's why he couldn't leave. And, and then he also couldn't get an Uber and, and Lala's like, I was there. Like there was people leaving in Ubers. Um, you didn't go in any of them. I was there with you when Jason left, you weren't in the bathroom taking a shit. They're just like very calmly again, just like, which is almost like more, like it's more impactful, right? You see it like when Lala gets upset and heated and in people's face and, um, finger, you know, finger poking and things like that. Like she's not taking it seriously, but when she's like, no, I was there with you and this is what happened. And don't lie to your girlfriend of nine years. And, um, you know, Ariana, it's okay to like want more from your boyfriend. And Tom's like, Oh, I thought you wanted to be alone. And she's like, well, I was, I was asking you to come home and be with me. I was asking when you were going to come home and where you were and how much longer. And I needed someone there and you weren't there. And I was just like, you know, and then she says it in her confessional. She's, you know, said what the reason, one of the reasons like this is such big news. Yeah. People cheat more than we'd like them to and all that stuff. But this is a woman that ride or died for you. For years and you're she's like I'm Tom's biggest stan and I feel like an idiot because he's not mine and that's just it that's just it and James in the background just like classic James just like listening to their conversation just like trying to catch a tea um I think he was also like you know do I need to step in defend Lala here what's going on because you know how sometimes when Tom gets involved it's a Tom against Lala situation so James is like do I need to step in here Oh, so funny. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, oh, and I totally, yeah. So the producers or, uh, yeah, showrunners had Raquel sit down with James um, and have this talk, um, you know, where Raquel is wearing the, she has the bag that, you know, she's like, you got this for me for my birthday. And James is like, I got that for you. I don't remember. And he's just like, totally not interested. Doesn't want to be there. He's looking in the, <laughs> he's looking in the mirror at himself instead of looking at her and like, just total James behavior. Like if I don't want to give respect in this conversation, I'm just totally, completely not going to give it. And, um, uh, Raquel's like, I don't regret our relationship. You know, that thing that we saw in the trailer, um, that everyone pretty much right away was like, okay, yeah, that must've been about James. Uh, cause she's, he's the only one on the show that she's outwardly been in a relationship with yet. Um, but yeah, or had a like actual relationship with, um, and he's just like, yeah, you know, it was wasted on you that that proposal, obviously, you know, if for no other reason than the fact that you accepted and then gave the ring back a few months later and and broke up with me on, you know, ended our marriage, ended our marriage, ended our engagement on, you know, national TV. If for no other reason than that was wasted on you, but also he's like, I see what kind of person you are now, and I'm not interested, and he. He puts this little jab and then he's like, 
you've been experimenting a lot and a lot of these things have made you happy and a lot of the things have made you not so happy and you know, it's a part of the, part of the growing up process and getting older and you just had a birthday. Part of that process is acknowledging what, you know, he's trying to like do what she's been doing all season, like impart some wisdom and it's, it's just, yeah, um, it makes more sense than the wisdom she's been trying to dole out, but she's still not taking it. She's like, I don't have any regrets. And he's like, yeah, well, it's not about having regrets. It's about, you know, this is a mistake and I'm learning from it, moving on and not doing that thing again. Kind of what Lala has been like talking to James about since we've seen them on the show together. But anyway, uh, Raquel's like, I don't like regret anything. And then she says it again in her confessional, which I wish I, I wish I knew when the confessional was filmed after, like, um, not after the news broke with Scandaval, but um, was it filmed? I mean, it was definitely filmed when her and Sandoval were already fucking. So she's like, I don't have any regrets. I don't have any regrets. And it's just, again, this, like, pageant, like, let me just put all feelings and real emotions and, and anything that would make me a real human on the back burner or just out of my mind completely. If she even has those things to begin with, they're just not, she's not integrated them. She's, like, a, she's like compartmentalizing because she's just, like, I have no regrets. And, like, no. Okay. Okay. Like, just like Sheena's saying that she, you know, trusts implicitly Brock and Raquel in the same bed together. It's, like, okay. Okay, like, thou, thou doth protest too much. It does not, you know, add up. You have no regrets, really. Then why, you know, why a few uh, episodes earlier when, you know, on the car ride from Las Vegas to Havasu, uh, why were you saying that James did all these things? Like, you know, he verbally abused you and your parents and all this stuff. Like, if he really did that stuff and you still don't regret it, that's a little weird. That is a little weird. Um, she couldn't even say like, you know, maybe I don't regret a relationship. I regret some things that I put up with in the relationship. She's like, no, she just flat out has no regrets. It's like, that's where I don't, that's where I don't believe you. Cause that does not make sense. That is not, that's not consistent with the other things that you said at all. It's like occupational therapy or helping kids with special needs. It's like, where's the consistency? Don't have it here. The scenes from next week, the preview for next week looks I mean, even more traumatizing, to be honest. But, um, you know, Tom Sandoval wants to take Ariana on a trip. We see Schwartz talking to him, like, how are you guys doing? Hand, like, in front of the mouth the entire time. Just covering up for Sandoval. Just covering up for everything. Like, you know, for the sake of the business, the sake of the friendship, the sake of the storyline, whatever it is. We get more scenes about Raquel being a stupid demon. Um, conversations, one-on-one conversations with Ariana about sex with Tom Sandoval. Like, what? And, um, yeah, this that scene will be interesting because, yeah, that's the thing. Like, women need time before you can't just, like, come home, whip your dick out, and I'm going to want to have sex with you. That's not how it works. Hello? Um, and then, you know, and then to Katie again, being a stupid demon about the whole Schwartz thing. Maybe I just like, maybe I just like empathize with Schwartz more than you. She's like, then don't talk to me. And then we get the scene behind the sir. We get the scene with the dumpster, the sir alley. Um, you know, with, with Katie and Schwartz and he's like, she was trying to apologize to you. And Katie's like, I don't need an apology from her. And then I bet her next thing is I need an apology from you. You were the one that was married to me, and you haven't apologized. And, oh, my God, I can't wait. Um, but you know what I am excited about? The sandwich shop. 
they're at the sandwich shop. Lisa, James, Allie, obviously Katie and Ariana, all there tasting sandwiches. And the one that's called the Greek, the Greek sandwich, the Greek salad sandwich. Oh my God, that sounds so good. I'm so hungry right now um, that I'm going to end this. But yeah, um, next week we will have more. I will be recording from San Francisco and um, I will be watching from San Francisco as well. And I cannot wait. Um, But yeah, I mean, because some things, you know, even if you're on vacation, you still have to like, you still have to make sure that you watch Vanderpump Rules, right? Um, I hope everyone has a great blessed week and, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go eat food and, um, I'll talk to you then. Toodaloo. Thank you.